Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Nehemiah 8.10. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Nehemiah 8.10. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You may have heard today's verse before, or at least the last line, The joy of the Lord is your strength. And while this truth is meant for each one of us, Nehemiah's words especially comfort, encourage, and invigorate those who are battling guilt and regret. They remind us of the inexhaustible love, acceptance, and grace we have in Jesus Christ. Have you ever experienced a sorrow or discouragement that completely drained you? That took away your motivation to pretty much do anything? Maybe you were confronted with the consequences of a really big failure and you felt like there was no way to bounce back, like you had fallen too far. Or maybe you're stuck just thinking of past failures and you find it really hard to move forward. Well, that seems to be how God's people were feeling during the events recorded in the book of Nehemiah. So this was directly following the Jewish exile that had come due to the nation's persistent and blatant rebellion against God. Scripture tells us Nehemiah served as the royal cupbearer to the king of Persia. So he was in a lofty, trusted, and relatively luxurious position. But now the 70 years of exile were over and Nehemiah's heart was set on Judah, his beloved country, which had suffered great devastation. Upon learning that Jerusalem's walls were broken down and its gates burned, he wept, he mourned, he fasted, and he prayed in repentance for all the sins his people had committed prior, asking for mercy and favor, which God granted. The king of Persia gave Nehemiah permission to return to his homeland with resources and a royal escort. And so sometime around 440 BC, he led a group of exiles returning to Israel, bringing resources with them to rebuild. Now, this wasn't an easy or quick project. The people faced opposition. 
But when they grew discouraged, Nehemiah helped them shift their attention off of all the work that still lay ahead, off of their enemies who were trying to stand in their way, and onto God, their sovereign creator. Nehemiah was confident that the one who had made it possible for him to return, who had supplied them with the resources they needed, and who had called them to rebuild, would grant them success. And so he and the people, they persevered, and they completed this massive restoration project. Once they finished, Ezra, the priest, he stepped forward and he read from the Jewish scriptures, most likely from Deuteronomy chapter 31. And the people, they stood in a posture of receptive respect as Ezra read for half the day, potentially six to seven hours. And God's word convicted and grieved them. For as Chuck Smith states, they saw the faithfulness of God and the failure of the people. They saw their own failure. You see, they alone were to blame for all the destruction that they had experienced, the pain of being torn from their homeland, the broken down walls, and the burned gates that they returned to, the hours upon hours upon hours of rebuilding their beloved city, the city that had been reduced to rubble because of their sins. But this was not a time for grieving. Yes, they had sinned, but their sin had been paid for. It was done and gone. Therefore, now was a time to celebrate God's grace, a time to eat, to drink, to laugh, and to dance, for the old had gone and the new had come. The people were to fully experience the joy of their redemption, of God's mercy and favor, the joy of the Lord. If they remained focused on the sins of their past, regret and shame would crush them and keep them from experiencing the new life God was giving them. It would keep them from living as his beloved chosen and redeemed people. They had so much to be thankful for, so much to rejoice in. And not just the rebuilt walls or their return from exile. As great as those blessings were, they paled in comparison to the gift of divine intimacy that they received, a restored relationship with their God. We've all done and said things we regret. As scripture says, we've all sinned and fallen short of living as the image bearers that God created us to be. Reflecting on our past, on all the people we've hurt, on the damage we caused, that just weighs us down in sin and shame. It'll paralyze and defeat us if we let it. But God has called us to rejoice in Him, in His love, in His grace, and the promise of all that's ahead. His joy the joy of his grace, it inspires us and it gives us the strength to press through every challenge we'll face because we know we're not alone. We're not discarded. We're not cast aside. Instead, we are accepted. We are absolved completely. We are drawn close as God's beloved children to experience a close and ever deepening relationship with our Savior and Redeemer, the one who whispers to our souls, Dry your eyes, my child. Come celebrate with me, for you are no longer lost. You, my treasure, have been found. Let's pray. Holy Father, your mercy is unfathomable, your love unending. Though we deserve judgment, you forgave us and invited us close through your Son as your adopted children. 
the angry, hateful, sinful people we used to be, they no longer exist. We have been made new, which means all of the rubble in our lives will be made new as well. You make broken relationships whole. We've been made new, and we trust you to restore the rubble in our lives. You make broken relationships whole. You reignite broken dreams and you heal broken hearts. As we reflect on all you've done for us, all you have given us and all that we have in you, flood our hearts with joy. The joy that comes from you and is found in you. That joy will be our strength. In the name of your joy-giving, grace-giving, merciful Son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracebox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an internal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. When he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Beckett Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform.